Welcome back to another episode of Where the Hood Niggas At? Where the Hood Niggas At? Where they at? What's up? It's your boy Flaw 700, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Seagull. You bitch. AKA your boy, dumb some goy. And I am half of the podcast brothers, the comedic edutainment podcast that sparks the conversation. New episode every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But right now, you're tuned into Mr. My Money Is For Me, Mr. I Said What I Said, the John Effect Podcast. Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time the one and only. There never will be another. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 334. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I am your host. John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Christopher Ruiz, your master of ceremonies, Cuban roast in the flesh, Fidel Cashflow, the podcast prince, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, three-button poppy, cheekbone Jones, bro Olivia Pope, Juancito Fuego, John Quixote, John Stradamus, the young OG, FKA, the podcast quarterback, BKA, being hot gets you the MVP, staying hot gets you Hall of Fame, you already know what time it is, welcome, welcome, welcome back, I am back fresh off of some podcast PTO, Um, let's get into some things, let's get into some housekeeping, let me say this, with a song in my heart, a twinkle in my eye, and just pure euphoria i have wrapped recording sessions for singled out i i'm gonna be honest i drag or drug my feet um with this i said i wanted to start recording (laughs) by the end of june and then june got pushed to july and then i was sitting on my thumbs and then, you know, I started in August, I want to say August, beginning to middle of August, and I just wrapped up. Let me say this, and I'm, I'm not putting 10 on 20. I'm keeping it a bean. Like, I don't know how to fake. I don't know how to front. I'm just going to tell it like it is. Everyone in this series delivered. Like, I had the vision I pulled the trigger, we executed, everyone knocked it out of the park. This is five episodes, the whole month of October, it's singled out, singled out, singled out, singled out, singled out. We have Jadel Negro from the Don't Judge Me podcast. We have Ty Lease from Good Morning Beautiful. We have Shane from the Ethos Media Network. We have, hold on, I've been drinking. Mike Parkins. We have the Queen Bee herself, Miss Nicole Banks. 
I can't wait for you guys to hear because I had such a blast recording with everyone. So, like I said, no gay side stories, no Jackie and John in October. We are on a bit of a hiatus. Uh, back to business in October. Excuse me, back to business in November. October again is all about singled out and a new event series is coming in 2024. I have two ways I'm going to approach this. I'm either going, like I said before, I'm either going to take April and just fill April with those five episodes. Cause like I said, I'm doing five part event series moving forward or what I may do. And this is the nigga in me. I may start recording up until the end of the year and drop one in January, one in February, one in March, one in April, one in May. So essentially how that would look, it would be a solo episode, an event series, Jackie and John, gay side stories. I don't know. I, I may stick to just blocking off April for that. It depends where I am mentally. If I want to just be a nigga and just keep stuff in the tuck. I don't know. But back to uh, housekeeping. So, guys, where you can listen to the show? Of course, you can listen to the show on Apple Podcast. Uh, we have a new review. Uh, I'll read that later on in the show. Uh, Mr. J. Del Negro, thank you. Maybe I bullied him into um, writing a review. Maybe it was, you know, the power of suggestion uh but it's definitely a john effect for sure uh so thank you thank you thank you thank you for that glowing review and like i said i'll read that later you can also listen to the show on spotify you can listen to the show on iHeartRadio, overcast acast walking republic no, that's a gene company radio republic you can listen to the show also on Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, a plethora of places. And again, write a review. Rate the show four or five stars. You want to email the show? Email me, the John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm super interactive. Where you can follow the kid on social media. Twitter, the John Effect X. Instagram, the John Effect. The show's Instagram page is the John Effect Pod. You can follow me on TikTok, the John Effect. You can follow me on Snapchat, but I'm only on there for the sex that people post because I'm nasty. <laughs> um, the John Effect on Snapchat. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this drink, guys. Uh, but yeah, those, those are the places that you can find me. Um, I'm out here, baby. I'm out here. I'm 40. I'm fine as hell. You know, just, you know, baby dance. I love this bitch. You know, I'm on my training day shit. Um, let's get into some personal effects. <laughs> God is good. Life is good. I'm thankful. I may, oh, how do I say this? Because I've always been the anti against this. I, I don't know. I'm be telling y'all my business on here and <laughs> shit. I, I, 
I've been no stranger to elective plastic surgeries. I have had two nose jobs. I've had my chin shaved down. I've had a brow lift. Um, most of my you know, surgeries have been above the neck. I, I'm terrified for anything below the neck because it's like, well, no, I've had, my, I've had ass shots. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm nervous. Anything in the core region, I'm nervous for because there are too many instances of fatalities, even with going to the best of the best when it comes to doctors, because my thing is, you know, diet and exercise and discipline can remedy those problems instead of putting yourself at potential risk for death in that situation. But I'm 40. I'm not 30 anymore. I'm not in my 20s. I mean, I could pass for maybe mid to late 30s, but I there are imperfect. I don't want to say imperfections. There are things that I would like to work on. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be. I don't know if there's a medical procedure for it. I don't know. If there are, you know, remedies for it, you know, the the last thing I want to do is potentially wear concealer or, you know, some type of, well, I mean, I guess if they had man makeup, I might feel more comfortable, but there are certain things that, you know, as we age, you know, we do it's not going to be as bright as it were decades past. So, you know, it's definitely something that I'm, I'm looking into. <sighs> I am all about aging gracefully. And, you know, for the most part, I am. There are certain particular areas. And, and this has been something for a good amount of time, but... You know, when I, I look at pictures or I take pictures in certain lighting, and I'm just like, ah, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, not jump man, jump scare. Uh, I'm a freshen up this cocktail, and I'll be right back after the flippy, guys. I am going to say this. Everything on this docket is allegedly my money is for me. I said what I said, everything on the docket, allegedly, 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 allegedly. All right, the first docket of September. Let's get it, let's go. This whole year to me at this point, up until this point, has really been about reflecting on the past, but also blazing a path forward to the future. And to tonight, as I record this, it is September 11th. And, you know, I've been thinking about this. I think about this every year because the September 11th, the events and the calamity of September 11th has changed the world. Like, if you if you're of age to know how a lot of things worked prior to September 11th, 
gold star to you? Because some people don't. They only know the post 9-11. But, you know, some of us OGs, some of us young OGs, such as myself, we remember a life prior to 9-11, which was vastly different, but not completely like, oh, my God, night and day, but definitely night and late at night. Um, I remember September 11th vividly. I remember this is when <laughs> I, I'm, I'm aging myself. and I, But I said this on the, on the cast before. Like, I like a physical copy. I like a physical copy for a CD. I like a physical copy for a DVD. I like... I'm a, I'm a traditionalist. I like classic things. That's just who I am. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to, you know, apologize about that. But this is when, you know, you... At, you actually purchase CDs. It wasn't like, oh my God, let me download this. Let me stream it. Like there was downloading because there was Napster. Uh, and it was kind of at the height of the whole pirating on the internet. But I remember going to Target. Target would open up at eight o'clock. There was a Target a few blocks up the street from my house. And I went to Target. I got the blueprint, the original blueprint. I got uh, Fab's debut album. I got a fabulous and I got glitter from Mariah Carey. So I got a three pack came home. Um, so mind you, I am starting my freshman year. Uh, well, I'm not starting. I'm in my freshman year of college. Like I'm a few weeks into the semester. So it's a change for me. I'm not living on campus because at this point, I'm still staying at home because my mother was sick. And of course, you know, if you're not familiar with the show, my father had passed away in 1997. Um, so I was juggling school. I was juggling a part-time, like, um, part-time to full-time job and then assisting with my mother because, you know, she had gotten sick. And I remember coming home, getting ready for class. I popped in my, my head in my mother's room and she was watching uh, the Today Show. And I remember, li like, live, the plane crashed in to the World Trade Center. And in pure John fashion, I, I want to be a better person. I'm working to being a better person. You don't judge me out there. Judge your dick sucking stepmoms. I immediately blurted out, Ooh, they gonna lose their job. Like, how the heck do you fly into a building? And my mom looked at me like, boy, shut up. And I just, that was my initial reaction. And we watched that. I, I stood still in her door watching this. And I think I was there. I, I think I sat there for like... I was, we were both glued to the TV for like 20 minutes. Like I didn't have class. I want to say until like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock or something. And it was wild. It was like, Oh my God, this is happening. And I remember going to class and we were talking about it. And it was like, this is not real. And then I remember like this shut down a lot of shit because there were a lot of shit in, in the entertainment business is based in New York and it was I remember 
television, it was like one repeats, like the same thing on all the channels, all the coverage. And it was sad. And I just, you know, once I absorbed everything and I was able to, you know, digest it, I was like, damn, people have lost their lives. This was a heinous act. I my heart still goes out to those. Like one of my homeboys was like, "Yo, there's a six part series on Netflix, not Netflix, on Hulu, about you know, nine eleven. You should check out." And I'm actually going to do that. I, I want to sit down. And I, I want to watch. It. I'm not gonna watch it in one day because let me just tell you guys this. I'm I'm kind of well, kind of want to say that because that's insensitive. During this writer strike with no new material or no new content coming out, it's allowing me to catch up on older things that are on the DVR that I haven't watched. Like I in my head and I write it on my, you know, whiteboard, hey, this month I want to check out this show and I want to catch up. And I'm like, damn, I can't even catch up on the shit that is currently out. I'm like, God damn. So I need to forge some time for this 9-11 documentary because I I was, I'm not saying I was there, but I vividly remember it and then remembering the changes because I work in the finance industry and I've been working in the finance industry since 2006. So with me doing that, I came in when, you know, after the changes and went into play like five years prior. So, you know, the people that I was working with, the people that I was training with at that time, you know, they knew the finance industry prior to 9-11. And, you know, they were giving me, you know, dropping knowledge, like OGs doing everything. And I thought that was cool. And it's just like, wow. And I just remember thinking like, how did y'all like, how did y'all like get stuff done back then? Cause it, it just, it was a, shocking awesome but then again at that time i was 23 years old so you know that's what it is but next item on the docket <sighs> i always say this this show you i feel like with my show you can jump in at any point um it's not anything that has to be in sequence like you could be a new listener coming in to episode 333 or you could be a new listener you know coming in and and binging older episodes or you could be a listener that pops in you know a few times a year and you're pretty much going to get the consensus of the show um i am a huge proponent of if it's not broke don't fix it and i'm also a, a huge proponent of you have to keep things fresh you have to keep yourself engaged and i feel like i'm able to do that and if you listen to the last few episodes um i've had such a blast recording like i want to say maybe the last two episodes i've recorded have been some of my favorites for the entire year um and but it's not easy work it's just not it is a balancing act and i understand that it takes determination. It takes the love of this to continue to do it year after year after year after year. Like, I've soft rebooted this show 
a handful of times. I have revitalized. I've tweaked this show so many times because it's just me. Of course, I have Jack and I have Rain um, on episodes, but when it all comes down to it, it's like I'm the host, I'm the producer, I'm the marketing team. I'm, you know, I wear so many hats when it comes to the show. And, you know, I'm coming up next month will be the halfway mark, seven and a half years. So that means April makes eight years. When I started in this podcast landscape, it was already oversaturated. And it continues to be oversaturated, but that that's just the nature of the beast. But also, there have been so many podcasts that have come and gone. Like there were podcasts that, you know, were out prior to myself that are no longer here. There are podcasts that started when I started that are no longer here. There are podcasts that have that came after me that are no longer here. When I tell you podcasting is a job and candace said it so eloquently podcasting is a professional hobby it is it it just is you either have it or you don't and so many people think oh yeah i can host a podcast me and man man and me and shaquita you know we we talk and we're funny and it's like okay not necessarily that does not necessarily translate and, you know, like I said, I've seen so many things. I've seen where people have all this hype and they put all this, you know, stock in. Oh, yeah, people are automatically going to tune in and they do four or five episodes and, you know, nobody connects with it. And then they don't get the instant gratification they thought they were going to get and they drop off. And then they maybe come back and they rebrand and then it still doesn't happen. And they drop off. And it's disheartening to see that. And I'm not trying to gatekeep. I'm not. But I've gotten to a place. Like, I'm far removed from being a new Jack, a newbie, a novice when it comes to this podcast shit. I am a few years away from being in the elder statesman category of podcasting. Right now, I do this. I do this. I, I know this. I know how to do it. I know how to finesse it. I know how to speak. I know how to be articulate. I know how to be funny. I, I'm i not trying to gas myself up, but I do this. I, I know what the fuck I'm doing. And I, I'm always going to champion for solo podcasters. I'm always going to say, do what makes you happy, but also understand that Sometimes podcasting ain't for everybody. Sometimes channel or redirect or channel that energy into a blog, channeling into your diary, channeling and talking to your friends. Because sometimes a podcast ain't it. Because some of my pet peeves are when people do not know how to speak, do not know how to articulate. They give misinformation. That is that is probably my biggest pet peeve is when someone gets on a podcast and they give misinformation and then it really rubs me the wrong way because I'm like, especially if it's a topic I know and I know it inside and out. I'm like, oh my God, why did you do that? But, you know, I love the fact that I still do this and I love it and I have a passion for it. And I do um, consulting and I'm always going to lift up the next 
generation. I'm always going to, you know, when it's time for me to pass the torch to the next, you know, the next, I don't want to say the next John Salvatore, but the next, you know, whoever, I, I, I want it to be something that is secular. I get that wrong. I'm drunk. Whatever. But Drama Dupree passed the torch to me. And I'm here. And I don't think I need to pass the torch anytime soon. Because I, for right now, knock on wood, I don't see myself slowing down. But it's such a balancing act. Because here's the thing. I have a full-time job. I am a caretaker, but not in depth to my grandparents because they don't need it to that extent. But I also have to, you know, see about their needs and make sure they're okay. And, and, you know, I am overseeing, you know, the budget for that household and making and settling appointments and running errands and doing those things. So where I don't have children and this is so rude to say, especially in Black and Latino communities. My grandparents, in a way, are my kids because you know I'm I'm taking them to appointments, I'm scheduling appointments, you know I, I'm doing these things, I'm getting them, you know, picking up clothes and you know all everything under the sun that you would do for those that you love. And then you know I have my personal life. You know I fitness is important to me. Like I'm in the gym three to four times a week. I have a part time gig. I have consulting. I have multiple streams of income. And then I'm tr I'm trying to date, and that's a whole other thing. And then I have to promote the show, and I have to record the show, and I have to come up with concepts, and I have to do all these things. So it is a balancing act. And then, you know, there are some days I'm just like, oh, my God, I need a minute to myself because, nigga, I am tired. Like, <laughs> as my grandmother would say, I am no spring chicken. Like. Those those leg days, because if you've seen my legs, I got a nice set of legs. I don't skip gym day. And that shit has me burning in the legs. Like I'm like, oh my god, my legs are on fire. Like my feet are on fire. Like <sighs> I had to soak my feet in Epsom salt the two nights ago. Cause like they, they were burning. They were on fire for being on my feet, for being in the gym. And I'm just like, ah, nigga, when will it end? Uh, but next item on the docket, I love music. Of course you guys know I love music. I, I have a dedicated space for gold, silver, bronze, which 99% of the time is music. Uh, so some new music has come out. I, I've been in pro... It's... I love music. So, I've said this. I can separate the artist from the person from the work. I came to the Doja Cat train late. I think Doja's a shitty person. Um, I, I don't see it for her as a person, but the music resonates. So, she released Demons. Let me tell you this. Demons goes the fuck off. Like, don't let me let me say this. Doja raps. Because I remember when I was first introduced to her, I was like, is she trying to mimic Nicki Minaj? Or I just didn't get her at first. Like, is she trying to be Nicki Minaj? Is she paying homage? Or is this how she really is? 
And then Hot Pink, she kind of, the singles from Hot Pink got me. And then she did Planet Her, and I was like, okay, these singles got me too. And then she released Attention, and I was like, from the new album coming out later this month, I was like, you know what? It's all right, but I'm like, ah, like, I like Poppy Doja, but I like the other singles. Like, I like Paint the Town Red, and I like, I love Demons. Like, Demons, Demons had me having that shit on repeat. Like, bars, niggas, the, the cadence, the, the production. I want to say what really got me on Demons is the production. The production, Chef's Kiss, top tier. Um, I don't, I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan. I'm a casual listener. Like, I will say this. Don't judge me out there, guys. In like 2008, 2009, I was, if we could say a barb, like the mixtapes loved them. I remember that, I want to say the first two years of her career when, you know, she was featured on everything. I loved the features. And then the album came out and I was like, eh, it's all right. Solo, and I've said this before, if you follow me on mass, uh, I'm, I'm drunk. So many different social media accounts on Twitter. I've always preferred Nikki on a guest verse opposed to a solo track. With the exception of Megatron. Don't judge me. I fucking love Megatron. <laughs> I think Nikki glides and slides over Megatron. That's probably like the only song solo for her that I really go up for opposed to, you know, the features. But she dropped the last time I saw you. And I listened to it three times. And I was like, this is okay. But this would have worked like five or six years ago. Like, I don't, I don't know what the rollout is because she and a lot of her peers are dropping these Lucy singles and the thing is she hasn't dropped an album since 2018 so I want to say this is probably the longest time between albums but Pink Friday 2 allegedly is coming out in three months so I don't know if this is the the, the, the single to preface the album because she did Super Freaky Girl last year and I'm like Again, that was a Lucy. That was an all right song, but this last time, I, like singing, like no, 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 no. Like you could have got some, like you could have got a Sierra, you could have got a SZA, you could have got someone Walker to sing the hook, but ugh, no. And <laughs> the ratchet bird that I am, <laughs> Bongos came out Friday, like. I'm, I'm not showing bias. I like what I like. Um, Meg, Cardi. I was, I'm always on the fence about when two artists have a big song and they follow it up with another song. And it's not, historically, it's not as popping as the first song. Prime example, Monica and Brandy, Boy Is Mine, smash it. They did It All Belongs to Me like 15, 20 years later. And it was an all right song, but it it just paled in comparison. I will say this. Watt still gets played in this household, in this whip, in the gym. Watt goes off. At first, when I listened to Bongo's the first three times, I was like, this is all right. It's not 
Wop, it, it doesn't have the punch and the pack that WAP had, but it's all right. And then I want to say I, I spent time with it on Friday, and I fucking love bongos. Like I I, I think it's great. Um, I'm here for Cardi. Like I love Meg. I'm here for Cardi. It'll be hopefully she drops this sophomore album. But if she don't, it's whatever. But it's you know you know how, you know how, you know how the stands be on the internet like with Cardi and she ain't got no sophomore album and blah 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 blah. And it's like because again, like I said earlier, Cardi been dropping Lucy's since uh, 2019, and she could have had an album by now. But I, I you know. I, I trust the creative process, but I kind of put Cardi and I put Little Nas X in this particular category where you're doing music for fun because you do so much other things or so many, you're good at so many other things as being a personality where it's like, I don't depend on you to release albums the way I do other artists. And I hope that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's how I look at them. I I am looking forward to you know another album from Cardi. Um, the features have been on fire. You know, up I enjoyed. Wop I enjoyed. Money I enjoyed. We'll see what's next, but who knows? Uh, last item on the docket, and then we're gonna close out. <sighs> I like to mind my business. I'm not. We're it's funny I say this because I talk about pop culture and things adjacent on the show. I don't be caring about these celebrities' lives. I don't. Like, I'm here for the art. I'm here to be entertained. So if you're an art, if you're a music artist, I want to be entertained. If you're, you know, an actor, I want to be entertained. If you're a model, I want to be entertained. I just want entertainment from you. I don't care about your personal lives. Like, if you're pretty, I enjoy it. If you're sexy, I enjoy it. If you got nice titties, I enjoy it. If you got a big dick, I enjoy it. Those are things I enjoy. So, here's the thing. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who don't wash their legs or care about hygiene the way that I would think they should, did a video in response to writing character statements about a disgraced former co-star, friend, whatever. Not going to go into that because it's kind of dark and I like to keep the light over here. I set a spotlight on this brown skin nigga over here. But y'all have all these think pieces. And I'm going to tell you this. That's white people business. I don't care. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not chiming in. I don't care. The only white people business I'm worried about is my homeboy, Justin Ruff. Outside of that, again, that's white people business. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm gonna keep scrolling, but I just, I just, I was just like, why are y'all investing so much time and energy into this? But anyways, go off. I'll be right back after the flippy. We'll get into some gold, silver, bronze, and we'll shut this motherfucker down. It's that time, guys. It's time for gold, silver, bronze. Let's get it. All right, this week's edition of Gold, Silver, Bronze is all about female rap. And the great thing, I may watch the Video Music Awards on Tuesday. I don't know. 
I haven't. I want to say the last time I watched the VMAs with intent um, was 2016 when Beyonce performed Lemonade, and I want to say Rihanna received the Vanguard. That was it. Um, I've aged out of the VMAs, which I'm okay with, because uh, a lot, a lot of these artists, I don't know who they are, and I'm okay with that. Because for for real, for real, I listen to the same shit from like 20, 20 plus years ago. Uh, but all three of these artists are performing on this year's awards. So I said, you know what? Let, let's run with this theme. You know, kind of piggybacking on uh, the docket. So I've taken three singles from three amazing rapsters. And we're going to rank them gold, silver, bronze. Uh, so let's get into our first uh, entry. Cardi B with Megan Thee Stallion, WAP. Released August 7, 2020, produced by AO, the producer, and Keys, took the summit spot on both the Hot 100 and the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. And next up, Doja Cat with SZA, Kiss Me More, released April 9, 2021, produced by Yeti Beats, peaked at number three on the Hot 100, and took the summit position on the Rhythmic Charts. Last and certainly not least, Meg the Stallion with Thought Shit, released June 11, 2021, produced by Loju Made the B and OG Parker, peaked at number 16 on the Hot 100, number six on the Hot RB Hip Hop Songs. <sighs> so, guys, let's see. Let me know in the thread. Email the show. Who gets your gold? Who gets your silver? Who gets your bronze? So I'm going to give my gold, silver, bronze for the songs. And then, you know, not a, a full devil header, but, you know, we're going to put the tip in a little bit. Uh, where I'm going to give you my gold, silver, bronze for artistry, like as far as the artist, how do I rank them? So let's see. So... For my gold, so for gold, I am giving Thought Shit an astounding, outstanding gold. Let me tell you this. Thought Shit gets me hype every time it comes on. So if I'm in the whip and it comes on, I'm hype. It's on a gym playlist. I push through in the gym. Like, we've gone out um, to the club and to bars, you know, the last two years. That shit comes on. The, let me tell you, these knees, where I'm, I'm 40, these knees made of vibranium. I know how to drop it, pick it up, roll it around, throw that ass. You know, I, I know how to bounce, 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 bounce that ass. So... Yes, that shit gets an astonishing gold. And a close silver, I'm going to give it to WAP. WAP still goes off. Again, I'm popping it. I'm slanging it. I'm doing a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, <laughs> the butch and butch queen. Hello. How you doing? And then by only by default, because I love this song. I'm giving Doja and SZA my bronze. Like, I like this song. It's cute. It's fun. It's flirty. I remember um, the trends on TikTok. 
I'm too old to be on TikTok, but whatever. I got big dicks. Who cares? I got to pass. Um, so the trench was, there's a certain part of the song that's like a ding, and it's supposed to be like when you, when that part of the song comes on in the TikTok um, videos or whatever, like someone, you know, makes the, you know how, you know, the, the broke wrist, the sissy limp shit, that shit always had me in stitches. So, yes. So, we are going to, or I'm going to, well, you guys let me know, again, who gets your gold, who gets your silver, who gets your bronze. So, as far as artistry goes, I'm giving my gold for artists to Meg. I love Meg. Like, I think Meg, she can spit. The cadence, for the most part, is okay. I would love to see, I want to see a little bit more versatility from Meg, but I think she's got it. Out of this new crop of females, she is probably my number one tied with Flo Millie. Like, y'all ain't ready for me to go in on Flo Millie because I love Flo Millie. Um, and I'm, I'm new to that, too. So, I'm going to give my silver to Doja. I love Doja. I think I think Doja is like it. I love Cardi, but it's not a but. I love Cardi, but she's a, she's a very close bronze. But guys, don't, these are just my opinions. It's my show. I give you my opinion. You like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. It's okay. We can still be cool at the end of the day. Um, but I said I'm going to read my review. So again, Mr. J. Del Negro, thank you so much. For your kind review, so I'm going to read that verbatim. So if I mess it up, remember, this is the end of the show. I've been drinking, drinking. Like, I've been drinking on this shit. Hold on one second. Let me pull it up. Hold on. Pull those titties out. Let me see them titties. Ladies only. Let's see. All right. Where are we at? I'm not body shaming, but I like lady titties. It's funny because I like lady titties and then I like trans men that don't have bottom surgery. And I was like, that's a trans man. He fine. He got a pussy pussy. And I was like, that's a nice pussy. Okay, so Jane Negro, August 30th, 2023. Oh, five stars, five full stars. Thank you, my brother. The gold, silver, and bronze standard for independent solo podcasts. It's personal, it's thoughtful, it's curated, it's cultivated, and opinionated, and just may get a bit messy from time to time, leaving the audience elated. Slight bars. Okay. It will enjoy... Oh, okay. If you enjoy good things in life, then you will enjoy the show. You must give it a listen, yo. Thank you. I appreciate that because here's the thing. You can hope and you can put your and pour into the show, and that's what I do. And I hope people get the message of what I'm trying to do and get an idea of who I am. And I'm, I'm not, again, I'm always going to keep it a buck on this show. When I had the anniversary episode, no, I had the milestone 300 episode. Was it the three? No. No, no, that was the end of last year. When I had the anniversary episode and, you know, I had my peers and friends, you know, leave messages about the show. 
Jay hit it on the head of describing the show. I'm like, God damn, like, that's really what I'm doing. You know, somebody actually picked it up, so I appreciate that. So with this review, yes. Um, someone said early in the infancy of the show, they're like, you're like a male Wendy Williams. And I'm like, ah, I get it. I try not to be messy. Um, but you know, I try not to be messy. I enjoy a little mess. <laughs> I do. Like I'm a nigga. <laughs> and that's what niggas do. And so I do enjoy a little mess. Um, but at the ex Oh, I'm drunk and I know words. Hold on. At the expense of celebrities, never of, you know, people that I know, because that's just not my thing. But yeah, you know, but <laughs> anyways, um, that wraps up episode 334 of the critically acclaimed The John Effect Podcast. Uh, next week, I am back with Mr. Rand Coleman, Gay Side Stories, and this bitch. And then we're going to close the month out. Candace from Ratchet Ramblings is back. She is joining Jackie and I on a takeover. I promise you do not want to miss. And then October, you know what time it is. So until next time, I'll see you sweet lovers. Of <laughs> I'll see you sweet lovers of liberty next time. Bye, guys. Bye.